everybody's so creative. <laughs> 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 Yo, oh my God. welcome to another episode of the Way I See It podcast. Um, we have to have a little hiatus. I'll talk about it in a second, but let's go ahead and start the show. <laughs> I love that. Everybody's so Welcome back, guys. I haven't seen y'all in a couple weeks. How y'all feel? I'm sorry. I'm just stuck what on Jeremy's this? little... <laughs> what is this eight-mile little that you want to skip? Like, you about to spit some bars There was just a moment where I just, I just felt like a rapper, so I was trying to, like, lean in and really, like, look at it. I just really felt like I was giving. I'm sorry. You ain't got no car okay. seat. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right. I ain't gonna neither. Um, I got the job, y'all. I know I told oh, y'all yeah. in the group chat, but I'm letting everybody know that I did get the job. <laughs> Woo! You caught none of us. Yes, Dre for the sound bites. We love Dre for the sound bites. But yes, I am now the front office manager at a hotel here in Atlantic City. God did that okay. thing. You can't get a bitch. You can't keep a you can't keep a bitch down for too fucking long. I'm always gonna rise, bitch. I'm the phoenix. You be just How's like you going? like the BET Awards and the, the, the people on Facebook that be like, you can't, be, be, bitch. Let me tell you what God won't do. <laughs> he won't fail. Okay. <laughs> He can he can do a lot of things, but failing is not one of them, all right? Get me out of here. Get me out of here. Don't crack her up. How are you, Jerm? You know, for the first time in a really long time, I'm good. Um I too have a praise report. Ho! Um, oh, we're gonna be dancing all night. I see. <laughs> let me tell you something, y'all. When you're going through something, stay the course. Okay, so last year I was unemployed, right? Started a part time. I was getting my little benefits. I quit the part time because not only was the pay crap, which I knew, but they were making me do things that other people do, and they make more money than me. So I was like, nah, get somebody mm-hmm. else to do it. So I quit. Mm-hmm. Um, so Texas workforce, old bitch ass niggas decided to, um, disqualify me and they like stopped my benefits. (laughs) Yeah. They stopped my benefits. So like when I talked about like not having income, that was the reason. Um, and so I submitted an appeal last August, didn't win, submitted again to somebody above the people that I submitted to the first time. And I didn't hear anything until like. February, like the first week of February. And so like I had my hearing, well, they reviewed the hearing and I was like, part of me was like, I feel like I'm not going to win. But then there was another part that was like, it's coming. So Hmm. they did the hearing. I go back in. And so not only (laughs) 
did I not have to pay anything back because that was the other problem. They were trying to say that I had to pay like literally like almost twenty two hundred. Um, and it actually started like fucking up with my job. Like get, I couldn't get a reimbursement because of that. I had a state hold basically, which sounds mm. scary, but it's really not. Um, so yeah, not only did they reverse that, but they reversed the fact that all the money that I was submitting for, they had to pay. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we got all of our back pay back. <laughs> oh, oh. He'll do it. He'll do it. He did that thing. Did that time. I mean, every penny, every penny. And And something about we just and literally like I have the letter and I'm I'm, I feel like I'm gonna frame it, but it says we as the committee did not agree with the decision, so we reversed the ruling. And I was just like. Yeah, we the but we know who okay. the committee is. We know who the committee Let's is. Let's move on. Let's move on because I feel my feet getting like it's getting thick in here. It's getting, getting thick. Like, Jimmy, let me have twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Funny you say that because depending on how this game go, somebody getting a shot from me. But we're gonna see a shot. Mm-hmm. Okay, you gonna see? Anyway. You gonna see? Oh, all right. Well, how are you, Josh? <laughs> yeah, how are you? Um, oh, so the reason so the reason we had to not be on the air for two weeks is I lost another uncle. And um, this time I was just really numb. Like I didn't I didn't have any more tears. It was just mm-hmm. it was aggravating at this point, like. For real, like God, my family are the only people on the list. Like, mm-hmm. you can't find nobody else. Like, ain't, ain't no other names on the road. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I finally had my breakdown and all of that. So some things were released. Um, I'm still pretty numb. Um, I've been very project oriented. So I've been working on a lot of things just to keep my mind busy. Um, it's it. I'm in a weird dichotomy because um, on my mom's side, I lost four people, but on the other end of the spectrum, there are, I, I got three new babies. So my sister is pregnant. She's having a girl. My brother is you know, expecting he has, he's having a girl. And then my sister just had her girl her her uh, my, my niece not too long ago so it's just like so this weekend at my sister's gender reveal I just really had to be present because the funeral and the gender reveal were the same day so it was mm. Mm. um so I just made a choice to be present at the reveal and to just enjoy the beauty of life. You know, my mm-hmm. thing lately has been life is very ghetto right now, but mm-hmm. life is worth living because he lives. Ah, huh. you know, um, work is very ghetto. Like things are just really ghetto in my life. So I'm having to make intentional choices about what to focus on and um, how to direct those energies. Mm-hmm. So that's where I am. Um, I'm 
in a limbo space. It's it's like I'm not good, but I'm just not gonna be like down mm-hmm. down because mm-hmm. I'm I'm tired of that back to back to back like this, baby. Mm-hmm. I I need a break. Mm-hmm. I need a break. So well, that's good to hear. Is it so? I do. I really do. Whenever I you announce or you share that that news. I I started praying for I started praying for your family, but I did it in a very ghetto way. I said, "Now, Dub, you gonna leave my you gonna leave my friends and his family the fuck alone in Jesus' name." Listen, listen. <laughs> See, I, I need kind of I need them kind of prayers. Then back the fuck up in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> I don't come in my own authority. <laughs> go, 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 go. <laughs> Up and Sometimes out. Sometimes you gotta get gotta up and out. Yes. Come on here, Maybe, yeah. I'm I'm glad yeah. to hear that you're that you're in that space. You know, what I'm saying it's it's a still a kind of rough space to be in, but it's better than just being like like you said, just down. Yeah, yeah. So. It, it's it's refreshing to have this time at least something positive to look forward to. Mm-hmm. So you know, when my grandmother died, it was just like, whoa. Then mm-hmm. my aunt died, and it was like. Where did this come from? Mm-hmm. My uncle died, and it was like, okay, girl, give it up. Yeah. And then <laughs> Valentine's yeah. Day, it was like, I was I was at a restaurant eating. Me and one, me and one of my friends went to uh, dinner because we both single. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I don't have an appetite anymore. They just mm-hmm. told me, like, he's gone. So it's just like. Bartender? <laughs> no, I had a strong, a strong Long Island. You know what? I had yeah. I keep had them, a, keep them coming. Keep them coming at this point. Long Island today. Right. Straight to the <laughs> right, open up a tab. What game? You okay, thought? I hate when Jeremy gets games. Okay, so we testing geography again. However, oh, no. this time, oh, oh no, out. Nope, you're not out. Participate. <laughs> So, there are two categories. I'm not telling you which one, but I need you to guess a number between 1 and 20. Laurent? 18. Josh? 15. Okay, Josh is closer. So, you will have... (laughs) Listen, just listen. You will have 45 seconds, Josh, to name. You can choose states or countries. Either one. It's your choice. And whatever you don't choose, Laurent has to pick. I just have to choose five states? No, 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 no. You, you have 45 seconds. To name states. To name. But you can name states or countries. So whatever one you find easier. I'm going to go with states. Okay. Child, you will go to fucking states. Okay. <laughs> You're mad. So you have 45 <laughs> seconds to name as many states as, as possible. And then we'll kick it to Laurent. Laurent will then have 45 seconds to name countries. Whoever has the most, I'm buying a shot for. So, oh, period. Let me get my little time out because you know niggas like to cheat. You ain't gotta buy me a shot. Just send me some money for a weed. <laughs> Go towards my weed fund. <laughs> I'm cracking up. All right. Are you ready, Josh? Not really, but go ahead. Okay. Here we go. Three, two, one. Go. Oh, I'm just naming five states. Yes. Oh, Texas. No, name, 
Okay. Let's start Texas, over. Texas, you okay. name as many name as, as many as you can think of. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. Texas, Louisiana, Florida, um, Oklahoma, um. Hmm. Did I say California already? Mm-mm. California. Mm-hmm. Um, 25 seconds. Ooh. Idaho. Uh, Maine. Minnesota. Um, 15 seconds. Ooh. Ooh. Did I say Arkansas already? Um, Arkansas. New Mexico. Um, Five seconds. Louisiana. You said Louisiana. Um, uh, Georgia. Okay. You got 11. Okay, wonderful. Okay, okay. I did, I did better than I expected. Oh. You did more. <laughs> you know LeBron? Child, I'm going to lose this one. Just go ahead and send him some of his money. Cause... You got countries. <laughs> now, it, keep in mind, not continents. You can name <laughs> countries within the continents. Are you ready? Um, so he got oh, you look so defeated. I'm right. right. He's stumped. You ready? I'm st- stumped. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. Uh, United States of America. Mm. Canada. Canada. Is that one? Is that like yes. our continent? Yes. That's country, right? Yes. Um, all right. Haiti. Um, Dominican Republic. Um, Fran- France. Mm-hmm. Um, twenty-five seconds. Uh, France, um, <laughs> Baby, Pakistan, um, uh, Israel, um, um, uh, ten seconds. Fuck. Um, uh, Argentina. Um, five seconds. Uh, fuck. I don't. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got eight. States is so much easier than countries. Well, little bitch. Technically, <laughs> my country tears of thee. Shut up. <laughs> well, Josh, you get a shot. So next time you go out, just let me know, and I got you. Well, child, you're gonna have to remind me. Uh, anyway, so let's go to the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, hi, Thomas. How are you? Right, coming through, coming through. Um, oh, this crowning. Uh, um. It's the Ginger on you. My God. You can put you down. Know, don't even know what the chaser is, child. I forgot what it was. Um, <laughs> so it's time for center stage. So it's still Black History Month. So um, these two people I'm going to bring to center stage are very dear to me. They are personal friends. Um, and with all that I've been going through with my family, they've been there um, serving in the capacity. Um, so I'm bringing to the stage... Um, one person, his name is James Thorpe. I brought him to the center stage before, but this is for a different reason. Um, and then I'm also bringing uh, my friend Billy Mitchell to center stage. Um, they have helped me bear my grief. Um, James is a graphic designer. He has, for at least the last four people that have died in my life, um, he has done the programs for, and they have been like incredible like they have helped us especially my grandmother um you know when my grandmother passed um i felt like a little kid 
and um, we were having the the meeting at the funeral home and they were like josh what do you want to contribute and i was just like you know let me do the programs because you know you're not about to put my green on these little cheesy you know two-page microsoft word documents right Mm -hmm. these clip art things so um james has helped me honor my family in a way that when we see their obituaries it doesn't remind us of death we smile Mm -hmm. And these are things that we can frame and that we can just look at. And then Billy Mitchell, he's a gospel recording artist. And so support his music. Um, his music family. is everywhere um, on, everywhere under Billy Mitchell. Um, he has sang at these funerals. And when I tell you, the nigga sings. Does. Okay? He sings. Um, so yeah, those are the people I'm bringing to Center Stage. Um, some some black people that I know that are contributing their gifts and healing all at the same time. So let's clap it up for um, those individuals. Yeah. Thank you, Joe, for giving us a better applause track. (laughs) Can we bring him on the show? I really enjoy him, James. I do. I actually do want James on the show um, because really he has this. Um, he has this uh, this topic or this TikTok thing that he does. Uh, my nine, my two cents, or ninety nine cents, or something like that. And he talks about a lot of things. So yeah, we can definitely get him on the show. Um, who's calling you back? Um, this this can be. Um, I want Saucy Santana to call me yeah. back. Um. Saucy Santana, I want I want you to call me back, girl. Um, this probably be a good segue into what the fuck is going on, Marvin Gaye, because he posted up a video on Instagram saying, <laughs> saying that if he sees a straight man, that no straight man should be smoking hookah, that they need to gr- that they need to grab a grappa or a wood and smoke that, because if you're smoking out a hookah, you zesty or whatever. Like he was just alluding to that. But so Santana, because so he's very saucy, he's like, you as a big black gay man and wearing I mean, makeup, wearing makeup and fingernails and female clothing and heels and carrying purses should not be saying what is the norm for who and what isn't normal for, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Girl, please call me. And, I don't. I don't understand why you, as a gay man, would, would be perpetuating this type of ideology of what people, whether you be straight or gay, should do. Because nobody says anything to you whenever you are when you was a twerking queen in your mumu. That's how we found out about you first, because you was twerking in your mumu next to that Toyota Camry, and you out here. The people calling you, calling you the drag Rick Ross or whatever. You got on nails and you wear makeup, but you're like a, a gay Rick Ross. Nobody's telling you what you can and cannot do. What you know is too zesty for you, or whatever the case may be. No one is putting you inside of a box. And I feel like it's, even though the straights do get on my nerves, I don't think that it is right to be like, oh, just because a man is smoking a hookah, that that makes him zesty or makes him gay or that like like you. It doesn't make any sense to me. I, just, I, I absolutely hate it. I feel like Saucy always strategically finds the right moment to become relevant again. 
Yeah, because we haven't heard he got, from her in such a while. He got real tired, and then something pre before this happened, I think Twitter was like digging up old tweets or something. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. that was the topic Blue of the conversation. Hair. Yeah, that was the topic of the conversation, and mm-hmm. you know, just just be you. But I, Puka, like, it's not a feminine thing. Like, it's what people enjoy. It's how people vibe. I I can do it every blue moon. It does give me mm-hmm. a headache. Now sometimes I will like take a couple puffs because if I had an edible baby it just like it hits much quicker but it's hookah like but my thing is like you can't sit here and say that in the same breath be mad at boozy or the baby for for the shit yeah. that they said you know what I'm saying yeah. like you can't sit here and get mad at straight people for uh, or, or even or even how black men like like there was a, um there was a facebook uh post about uh um, the video of the uh, of the black dad who was dancing with his son while they were seasoning like cookout mm-hmm. food, like they were seasoning their meat, a meat to pull on the grill or whatever, and they're they're just dancing whatever, like he's holding his hand, dancing with his son, having a good time seasoning the meat before they put it on the grill. Somebody said, "Oh, this is why this is why men turn out gay. Our black men turn out gay because of the uh, the affection being shown." So you can't be mad about people saying shit like that, but then you say. Some ignorant around, yeah. shit, you know. Sometimes I say some ignorant shit, like, "Oh, if you if you're a straight man smoking a hookah, if you if you's a gay, I'll allow. But if you a straight man smoking a hookah, no, you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be sucking down no hookah. Grab a wood or something. Like you just sound fucking dumb. Because because at the point at this point, what's the difference? I mean, there there are. I mean, it's it's weirder for you to be sharing a, a blunt with all of these niggas. Um, Hello. <laughs> then for me to remove my tip out of a hookah. And Hello. You know, so I, I don't understand. Um, I don't personally like hookah because it makes my knees, kneecaps tingle. But that's okay. a different story for a different day. <laughs> but if I had anything to add to this, I would just say, can we please bring back definition? Because a lot of these things that people be calling people, you sound dumb as fuck because the definition is quite the antithesis of what you're meaning it as. Mm-hmm. So to be zesty by definition, come on, read. Just on, means Reed. to have a strong and pleasant, somewhat somewhat spicy flavor. Mm-hmm. And if we're talking about personality-wise, it's fun, active, and sexy. So what's the problem with Zesty? What's the problem with Zesty? What's wrong with it? What's wrong with what's, it? What's the problem with it? <laughs> Zest your ass in your business. How about you do that? You yes, mind your business. Zest your ass with a with a hit because honestly, I like I there are some there are some saucy Santana songs that I do like, but girl, some but some of the shit is giving me very much so great value, City Girls. If you want to be quite honest, great if value. Going to be co- no, seriously, it's, it's I mean, giving me extremely honest. I don't even know who this man is. Uh, well, there it is. There it is. Then <laughs> there it is. Then. So Marvin Gaye. Mm-hmm. Just just a couple questions for you. I, I, Come I, on I, in the been room. for a while. But I just mm-hmm. want to wake you up just for a little while and just ask you, what the, the fuck, fuck is going on? Can 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 what somebody tell me, please? What's going on? So um, so mm-hmm. I want to start. I want to start. Okay. So Kiki was pregnant for a month. <laughs> Two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> I mean, I, I went I went down the timeline. So so Phaedra has not been the only person that has lied about, you know, when they were. I'm correcting <laughs> because I went back down the timeline. The baby girl uh-huh. just had a baby shower, just released her maternity shoot, made an announcement, all within a matter of months, and 
you know, as of today, what's today? Um, the 27th of February? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They've been, so two days, 48 hours takes us back to the 25th of February. That mm-hmm. She delivered a precious baby boy um, with a mighty slave name. Uh, Orenthal. Um, <laughs> Leophis. <laughs> Leophis. Whatever his name Oh, I just feel best. I just feel so bad. But anyway, she had this baby on the 25th. Girl, how? Either she lied to us about how how far along she was, or they have magically made up some kind of way to deliver babies quicker. It's a scheme that Todd set up. To come back to us with the bullshit. I feel like she had a little bit. didn't even have her babies this quick. Okay. Okay, you know what? <laughs> you, you've, you've done enough tonight. <laughs> I feel like she had on a Beyonce baby bump. Because ain't no fucking way. <laughs> that is, she had on a prosthetic baby bump. Because ain't no way, bitch, that she was just, that you just did your, did, did your big reveal on Saturday Night Live. And two weeks later, you popping out with a light skinned at Leophis. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. <laughs> light skinned at Leophis. I'm I trying to figure you. out what the fuck is happening. I don't understand. I don't understand. I'm I'm all for and, and that's speaking of babies popping out of nowhere. Paris Hilton had a baby. Where's she been? Paris Hilton had a baby. I thought she passed. She, Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, Jeremy. <laughs> I need you no. to stay out of the newspaper. Because like, now you, you done killed off Joe Biden. <laughs> now you well. killed off Paris Hilton. <laughs> no, Paris Hilton is not dead. She just, she, she's even had a reality show about like her, her wedding with the dude that she's with now, but she just popped up with a baby not too long ago. This and I'm just she is. I don't, I, I don't know. You know, she's being very secretive. I want to believe that she adopted because ain't no way that she like because she's been doing commercials, she's been doing appearances, and I'm not not saying unless she has, has been the skinniest bitch ever pregnant, <laughs> like had an inverted inverted uh fucking womb. I don't know, but these babies popping up out of nowhere, it, it's it's killing me. <laughs> Well, congratulations anyhow on your microwave pregnancy. Okay. We hope you enjoy okay. your baby boy. Um, <laughs> I can't. Pop, pop secret. He sound like he gonna start a temptation group or something. <laughs> okay, um, let's get. He on. got a real old name. Like I feel baby. like his first word is gonna be a him. He gonna pop up <laughs> while I, he, he gonna pop up out of nowhere singing the. Singing the most Baptist hymn that he gonna sing, he gonna <laughs> sing the Black National Anthem like Shirley Brown. <laughs> let let oh. us march on. Listen, Cheryl, we love you, but the <laughs> choir and the competition is out. It's out. <laughs> <laughs> because I love your show, but that was horrible. I love you, love you down, but it's out. <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus and the grown one too. Mm-mm. Um. Oh, this is something I did. I forgot to put in the group. So, on Twitter, per usual, there's mm-hmm. a guy, and I'm going to mention his handle because everybody deserves to drag him, at Brandonness, and that's B-R-A-N-D-E-N-E-S-S. So, there was a tweet surfacing, um, and the question was asked, what opinion about the gay community 
gets you this reaction. And it's a video from a um, family guy um, of the mom, like throwing shit around. So mm -hmm. this guy says that I'm not pause friendly and I'm proud of it. I'm not, I'm not pause friendly because I'm scared of catching HIV. I'm not into pause men because so many gays were lost to HIV AIDS. So it's important. It's important to me to not join that statistic of positive people or pause people and want a man that's negative too. So he tweeted that. What was the point? To show his fucking ignorance. That was the fucking point. To show it how is, fucking dumb you ignorant. are. It is very ignorant. Um, yeah. He, it's yeah, he, he got he got drugged. He's still getting drugged currently. Yeah, let me um, go ahead and drag him as well. well I'm scared to open my Twitter because who knows what's gonna pop up on my please. Twitter. But... <laughs> turn that preview, preview video off. <laughs> um, yeah, and then he like, then of course he did what everybody what everybody else does. And I'm, I'm just not gonna joking. Lie, like, I <laughs> I thought at first, yeah, I well not even well sort of, but I thought at first like. He wouldn't get backlash because you find like on social media, fine people can say whatever and we give them a pass, you know, but, you know, right. Um, but yeah, he tried to like flip it and play victim and do all this other shit and they started dragging him again. So what's um, his name? He tried Brandonness, B-R-A-N-D-E-N-E-S-S. -S. So basically Brandon with an E. Oh, okay. um, I spilled it wrong. He, do, he deleted the tweet. Oh, and his like, tweets are protected. Cool. Oh, he locked that shit up? Yeah, he locked that shit up. Yeah, you, you, I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did, Brandon, this. The mm -hmm. fuck? No, see, that, that sounds really fucking dumb because, and that's what irritates me about, like, the, the like, about the gay community. Well, not, I'm not even going to say because we have come, like, when it comes to the topic of HIV <laughs> and AIDS, like, there, there has been strides that have happened. But to say some, ignorant dumb shit like that first of all there is we're such a there honestly is a cure for hiv but um the medical world wants to fucking uh of course monetize that shit to the highest degree so that's why it hasn't been released yet but the fact that the the fact that there are things out there uh like um the medication that is out there that will ha um have you undetectable and non-transferable mm -hmm. within mm -hmm weeks if not mm -hmm. days of, of being on your medication and now there is medication so now there is a system to where you can go get a shot once every two months and still be non-transferable not 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 detectable like they're like and isn't it free isn't it free i'm not sure if it's free or not okay i i, I can't speak to that but i know that th that that option is out there for people who are positive and it just sucks because people th th this just makes people who are positive want one not want not to tell number one tell their story not to tell their status you know what i'm saying it just puts like a, such a negative connotation on people who are positive which i think people who are positive i commend mm -hmm. y'all because y'all y'all are thriving and striving while dealing with the disease that is your, your body is literally attacking itself every day right you know what i'm saying and and also, I think it's it's unfair to attach this dirtiness to pause people, yeah, um, or those mm -hmm. who are positive because everybody has a story, and yeah. everybody wasn't out here hoeing, and mm -hmm. you know sometimes it was just it it just happened that kind of mm -hmm. way because of trust and mm -hmm. i think it's unfair and you know now let me drag you because i just found i just found a picture of him um 
first of all, you should definitely lose some weight. Um, oh, you have on a U-cut T-shirt with boot-cut jeans and some cowboy boots. You need to reassess you your life first. I just searched it, and it popped up, you know, under all these people, um, you know, the comments that they were giving towards him. Um, oh, your man. nose looks like an arrow, a cartoon, an animated arrow, oh. and um, your hair is declining. So you should probably consider one of those toupees or those, um, you ultimately what I'm trying to get at is you have better things to be concerned about. Bigger things than, to be concerned about. Than spreading this rhetoric of who you don't want to be a part of. Or, and, you know, and, you don't want to And to make it you. worse, he tweeted to somebody, did it hurt when you got inject infected? And then somebody else, he said, you're pause. I don't care how you feel. Wow. So do you just well, want to get nasty. beat the fuck up? Yeah. And he yeah, lives in Philadelphia. Oh, he lives in yeah, Philly. Perfect. Yeah. That's right up the street from me. Like, mm-hmm. I just... It... Drake cut all this out. <laughs> Allegedly. No. <laughs> Allegedly. Oh, my. And and, and, and so you can't be talking with your, with your titties looking like this, sir. <laughs> Somebody pulled up his TikTok. Somebody pulled up his Instagram page and baby them titties. <laughs> you done brought reproach. A good Brazil. The titties are social distancing. <laughs> That's exactly what they're doing with your long ass nipples. The fuck? Get the fuck out of here. And, and, and this picture you're talking about with these boots on, bitch, you don't even have the right... These baggy ass jeans with the faded <laughs> kneecaps. The fuck are you doing? <laughs> All right, let's just let's just go ahead. We just gonna <laughs> move, move on to service. service, yes, please, because I'm getting madder and madder. <laughs> Speaking of people who who get who are who are dumb, uh, Nick Cannon said something very stupid. He said, "I'm not going to stop having kids until God allows, sir." <laughs> okay, it, it's been great for me not to be on social media like that because what. <laughs> He said, I'm not going to stop having children until God allows me. So he's going to keep on shooting up the club and be 85 at a kindergarten graduation because you didn't you decided not to use the good common sense that God gave you to to, to wrap it up or stop or get a perspective. So you have about 26 kids. I feel like you and Kiki Wyatt are like in competition. You should have a baby together. Okay, no. First of all, I'm I'm I I I fear for Kiki White for Kiki White's vagina. I'm very scared for that vagina, for that orifice. I'm very scared for that opening <laughs> on her body because it just feels like at any point in time, I feel like she has to wear it depends all the time because ain't no it's way she can hold droopy. her pee. It's probably droopy. It's it's pro- it's it, it's beef curtains. It's what it's giving. <laughs> We're not going to discuss the lips vagina. The lips are very much not given. Not Arby's not roast beef. So it's it's very, who got who got the meat? Kiki Wyatt. <laughs> Please, the meat and the size. Anyway, um, I just honestly just want people to stop attaching God to their foolishness. Please, because because what. My guy, he said, uh-uh, get somebody else to do that. My guy's not in that. <laughs> There's two people over there. Get somebody else to do that. Oh, I have. Mm-mm. Keep going. Because oh, there's this other, so there, there's this lady, she calls herself prophetess or apostle, or whatever. Who, who, um, there was a drummer, there was a situation with a drummer who, 
I don't know the actual context. I just know that she turned into a witch real quick and was like, um, 40, you have 48 hours to repent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Please. Okay. So who are you? Number one. And this line between what y'all call God and idolatry um, mm. is very blurred. And mm-hmm. what I've noticed is a lot of people are worshiping their idea of God and have no clue about who God really is. Um, so you say some stupid, ignorant shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the apology was even worse. It was, mm-hmm. you know, I just wanted large for everybody to understand the concept of an apology that at the point that you say, if I hurt anybody or blah, blah, whatever, I hate that. You if. can shut up. You can shut up. You know, if, you if is in your apology, shut the fuck up. Keep it. Shut the fuck up. So the context is to give context to the video. She was, and honestly, I watched the video, and everything that she said in her video was not incorrect. She was just basically mm-hmm. alluding to the fact that she wants musicians to get to. Um, she just uh, she doesn't like the fact that uh, musicians will play, um, and then when it's time for the word, they'll get up and they'll just dip. She feels that, and she feels that the musicians need to be in service. For the word as well, which I agree. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Of course, like if you have to get up, go to the bathroom, get you some water, get you something to drink, whatever, because you're tired, because praise and worship, the praise breaks, all that, all that's understandable. Excuse me, all of that is understandable. But for just to not be in place or to receive the word like the rest of us are there to do, especially if you're a member of the church and not employed by the church, is a problem. Mm-hmm. Is a problem. I will agree with that. So she went, so after she got got finished reprimanding, chastising, whatever. She turned to the young lady on the keyboard and said, can you play something? She, she began to play. She turned to the drummer and said, can you play something? It's not the fact that he refused. It's the fact that he uh, uh, he was looking down at his phone, responding to his mother because his mother had texted him. So he was responding to his mother in a text message. She saw that he was looking down at his phone texting, got offended, and said that he was being disrespectful. You, you don't know who, you don't know um whose presence you're in you i'll give you 40 hours to repent one red flag bitch, number fucking one bitch the fuck i don't know whose presence who who the fuck are you number one right number two you're closing up your you're closing up your reprimand and you ask the keyboardist to play she's playing something soft and flowy what the fuck am i supposed to play as a drummer <laughs> you want me to bust out on the praise break the fuck are you the, the fuck is going on here? I have more respect. I have more respect for Tiffany Montgomery and her bullshit because she's standing ten toes down on it than this, than whoever this girl was, false apo- false prophet apostle, which honestly, to say what she said and to give this half ass apology. Yeah. That shit just I I, I can't and I then, can't and, and then I, the thing I posted is, this other day. Like, like y'all sitting here masking prayers as uh, ma- masking curses and witchcraft as prayers. Y'all need to yeah. stop that shit. We're going to get into that one episode this season because that, because the, <laughs> the witchcraft that happens inside of the church, baby, please leave mm-hmm. Beyonce alone. Let's okay. deal with your pastor. Let's deal Hello. with these people that you are subscribed to um, that have so much control and manipulation over you that you can't see clearly. Hello. Um, 
and it's it's always that line. See, people tell on themselves, and this is why this is why discernment of spirits is really crucial. It's a gift that you really ought to seek God about, um, because discernment is not enough. Mm-hmm. When I heard you don't know who 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 you, you got to know the presence. The, you don't you don't know presence. whose presence. Yeah, you don't know whose presence you're in. Yeah, so that that's my issue. Your presence doesn't matter here. The only presence that matters here is God's. Hello. So why do you need me to respond to your presence? Maybe mm. you can go get a TED talk for that. <laughs> if you want respect for your presence, that's what Mr. Ted built his platform for. Okay. But the, but the church is all about the presence of the Lord. Your presence mm-hmm. doesn't heal me. Your presence in your presence, I don't give fullness of joy. So mm-hmm. you in your presence can get the fuck. ASAP. Mm-hmm. And it's always it's always disheartening when people make things about them. Mm-hmm. They turn spiritual things and make them about them. That's always my 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 sign. Like, oh, okay, I know your type. Yeah. I got your number. It's just oh. it's just disheartening that you know. And then when you when when people were correcting her half ass apology, um, you know, it was the saints that was like she apologized. And it's just like this level of mediocrity across the board in the body of Christ is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You know, giving me something and not the excellency of Christ. No, Mm -hmm. you can't pick and choose. You can't pick and choose what you want to follow. Um, Because if someone to, if someone were to apologize to you like that, you would still be Mm -hmm. in your bag about it. So yeah, you're, I don't know See, who you was. I wasn't listening to you preach anyway. So yeah, it was the first time we ever heard of you. I don't even who the fuck. And and uh, mind you, it wasn't even her church that she was at. She was renting out the building. Girl, mm. you have bigger. So you, so you 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 have bigger fish. You ain't got a building, girl, and you're an apostle. You got bigger shit to fry. Speaking of fish, so if <laughs> y'all, if you have a dog and you live in Florida, don't walk by the fucking lake. Oh shit. That was dumb. Especially the when the lake is called the Lake of Alligators. Do not walk. <laughs> so we mourn the loss of 85-year-old please. Whatever her name was. We mourn the loss. Sis, sis was having devotion or something. She had a little dog, a little look like a little poodle of some sort. And the alligator came, snatched the dog, and then it got her. And then her friend was watching, but she was also old. And so she said, I couldn't get to her. So it was very much giving Peter trying to walk on the water, but Lord have mercy. um, So yeah, she, she, she went under. um, (laughs) And in more ways than one, (laughs) in more ways than one, in more than, in more ways than one. She's yeah. So do not walk your animal of any sort. Actually, just stay away from the lake of alligators. Yeah, how about you yourself just stay away from the lake of alligators? Because I, I would never just want to mosey by a lake of alligators. <laughs> Absolutely not. Though Was she white? Yes. The whites were white. The whites were white. You knew better. Maybe speaking you know, of white... <laughs> Grannies ain't walking at 85. So, uh, speaking so. of whites whiting, um, so a white student at Harvard... Uh, a white student at Howard University's law school is suing the institutional in, institution for racial discrimination, alleging the school created a hostile education environment for him. 
So before you go any further, you've lost your degree. <laughs> How are you at a historically black university? <laughs> Baby, don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about getting your degree. It's gone. It's done up. You done up. So Michael Newman, the plaintiff, attended Howard University School of Law starting the semester of 2020 and remained there for just two years until he was expelled September 2022. And he is seeking a two million. He's seeking two million dollars in monetary damage for pain, suffering, emotional anguish and damage to his reputation. So basically, um, he's saying he suffered depression, anxiety, and suicidal thoughts as a result of public public ostracism, villainization, humili- humili- humiliation, because somebody found an old tweet of his where it was a picture of um, a slave, like uh, a, a slave's back being exposed. Like it was like, you know, after a whipping, basically. And like it was a picture of it. And his um, his caption said, but we don't know what happened before the picture was taken. So he's saying that he was being facetious and he was mocking commentators who try to explain away videos of police brutality by claiming the victim must have committed some type of wrongdoing before the video started. So... Yeah, wrap that degree up, baby, because it's not happening. (laughs) It's not. It's not happening. You don't even know your history. You don't know know what happened before this picture. So he's trying to sue for now. Like, like if if uh, if, but him going to him being a white student going to HBCU, he should have known better to try to 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 try to like tweet that and then also say some other shit in the group chat. Like you. You're going to black Twitter, basically. You knew they was going to drag your ass for some bullshit, for some tone deaf shit like that. You, as a white man, you can't tweet some shit like that. Like, I understand that you're trying to be on our side and like trying to mock, you know, mock the whole uh, how people say you. We don't know what happened for the video side. I understand that, but you, you can't do that, sir. And you're not gonna get that two million dollars. You just not. Maybe two dollars. <laughs> not even, not even Johnny Taylor's last two dollars. You're not gonna get it because he's not gonna okay. lose it. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's insane. That's insane. Wrap it up. In, in, in Black History Month, too, girl. In Black History to Month, too. <laughs> you got somewhere to be. Let's, so let's move on to the service. So, <clears throat> hmm. so for the last few episodes, we've been very relationship-oriented. You know, mm-hmm. from Fuck You Harper to, you know... All of the other episodes. Yours, mine's, ours. <laughs> yours, yours, mine's, ours. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can I sing to you? Um, it's so we had to go here. So let's talk about sex. Let's, but talk not about just sex, baby. baby. Let's, let's talk about, about you but not just sex in the way that we've talked about sex before. Um. <laughs> what big mama said, that's some freaky shit. <laughs> um, so let's actually bring context and definition to what's considered freaky and all of this stuff. So let's start with this question. How has your sex life changed? I'll actually start. Grief, let me tell you something. <laughs> Nobody tells you 
the amount of oh how can i say this nobody tells you how sex comes to grip your life while you're grieving and it makes sense because it is a coping mechanism because you know at large you're just yearning to feel something different mm-hmm. but that thing baby the chokehold that that grief horniness brings oh my god mm-hmm. i wouldn't wish on my worst enemy baby because i woke up one more i said what the fuck am i this horny i'm cracking up <laughs> it'd be like that what is <laughs> and then, but it, it, it pisses you off because it's like you know nobody's at your becking call mm-hmm. and it's just like oh, it's ghetto oh it's ghetto so sex has changed for me um because it's 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 still something I enjoy just for just fun but it's become also a way to cope hmm okay hmm and that's very interesting to me that is very interesting <laughs> it's very very interesting to me um, oh wait oh oh go ahead no i'm i'm just i'm just stuck on a way to cope like that, that that's oh. just that's interesting wow yeah it, it's so so you know as with anything there are there are great ways to cope and then there are horrible ways to cope and I wouldn't necessarily call sex a bad way to cope. I was just about to say that. Like, it's, do you think it's, it's a great way to cope? It's working. <laughs> well, <laughs> well. Um, there it is. Then. I think. I think because I think at large, it's, and what I mean by it's working, it it's it's still a distraction. But it's a distraction in, in the best way for what I need right now. And this, mm-hmm. so let me clarify. This don't mean I'm just going around slanging dick everywhere. That's not what's happening. It's just, it it gives me something else to think about. Mm-hmm. For to focus gotcha. my attention to. Understand. Um, so most times sex doesn't actually happen. It's just, oh, I actually, I, I actually can't focus on how sad I am because I want to fuck. <laughs> you know so it, it's 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 somebody texted me one day and said you know you're going through grief and give yourself permission to feel everything that you're going to feel mm-hmm. you're going to feel a lot of things and that's the truth you're going to feel a lot of things doesn't necessarily mean that you give into everything that you feel but hey mm-hmm. it's doing what it needs to do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hmm. I have a couple things so as I've gotten older whereas like I could not necessarily hook up with anybody but whenever I wanted to hook up I would actually do it like I would always follow through as I've gotten older that has changed Mm -hmm. like I have hookup apps I would say on a scale of 1 to 10 how how active am I on those maybe a 2 mm-hmm. like I entertain it um, but it's rare that I'll actually act on it and I don't know what that's about well I do know what that's about 
sex has changed for me in a way as far as like energy transfers and things like that. And so mm-hmm. that kind of space, I really think about, do I want my energy to go to that person or vice versa? Do I want to receive whatever it is they might be giving back to me? Because mm-hmm. um, I've made so many mistakes, especially in college with people that I was just like in the moment, like, oh, you was because I was horny, not because I actually wanted it. And mm-hmm. so I'm trying to avoid that as well. Um, I also think the idea of a bisexual marriage with the ability to be open in, like, as far as who we sleep with, I'm okay with that. Wait, you want an open marriage? If it was a bi- bisexual person, I would be open to it. Wow, that's interesting, Jeremy. That is. I've very never had. I've actually never heard anybody disclose that. That's actually interesting. Yeah. Um. And and that can be both ways. It can be somebody that we you know we share or whatever, or we both experience, or you just. And I think so. Doesn't just, that cross the lines of polygamy? Yeah. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah. Um. Because I'm not gonna hold you. I have some polygamy thoughts myself. Oh, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Find somebody else to do it. Find somebody to fuck else because that's not going to be. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm not. I'm not into that shit. <laughs> yeah, that's the first time I said that out loud. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's 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 definitely interesting. For me, I would say that it's changed for me just because, um. Or it changed for me in a way the fact that I am not as active as I thought I would be sexually with my partner. Mm. Just because a bitch be fucking tired. <laughs> you well, know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah, like, like, you, like you think like when you first get with somebody, y'all moving together, we're going to be fucking every day, three times a day. When I come home, like da 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 da. It really don't, it really don't give that. It give, you know... Like when people say, are you, say, at, oh, the, are you at the scheduling part yet? No, 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 no. We're not at the scheduling <laughs> part. <laughs> I don't think we'll ever, I don't think we'll ever be at the scheduling part just because we're both like, because I, I mean, I am a horny individual and my boyfriend's a horny individual as well. It's just to be the fact that like by, by the time like we, like I get home from work, I, you know, or even if I'm not, even if I'm not at work, like if it's just the day off, or it just be like we just be tired. <laughs> we just be tired. Sometimes we just be too tired, and then like, and then like we be like, for instance, yesterday, Laura. I hope you don't kill me for baby. Oh, yeah. If you're listening, I'm sorry. So, it's for instance yesterday. Like you know, I woke up whatever, and I was feeling a little horny. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like. Mm, but then I was hungry as well. So I said, well, let me go ahead and eat first because I can't fuck and then pass out because when I fuck, I fuck aggressively. So <laughs> I don't, I don't want to, it's like, it's a workout. So <laughs> I don't want to sit here, oh be doing God. what I do and then pass out right afterwards. So I, I need, you know, let me get something to eat. You know what I'm saying? So we end up, we end, end up, you know, cooking some breakfast, watching a movie and then the itis hits. We fall asleep. <laughs> Wake up from the map. I don't feel like fucking no more. I just want to chill. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just, it's like when I hear people say, when, when I used to hear people say, oh, me and my husband or me and my boyfriend live together and we really only have sex like twice a week, I was like offended. Like, the oh, fuck? That could never be me, child. And look at me. 
It's me. Knowing your history, I would never have guessed. You know that. what, Josh? Y'all going to leave my past in the fucking past. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, but no, but quite. No, but quite honestly, it's like because, like, you know, I, I'm a very sexual person, so mm-hmm. I would have never thought that me, that me, and, and and it's not the fact that like the desire isn't there. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that life, be like, just life be life, and and sometimes I just, life I just want to. I just, I just, I'm horny, but I also just want to lay up and cuddle. Like, I don't want to fuck right now. <laughs> like, hold let's me. just hold me. Please hold just me. hold me. So but, that, but that's, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm seeing a lot of, like, we really are at that age. Like, we grown, grown now. Like, grown, it's like, grown. Yeah. Like, cause, you know, I too used to be a very sexual person. Like, I was slanging dick from Timbuktu. Mm-hmm. But now it's like you know, cause I used to I used to get hard just cause the wind blew. Now mm-hmm. it's like no, you got to stimulate my mind first. If you, okay, if you, yeah. <laughs> all this you, you find find don't make my dick hard no more. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta what else you got? Right. You have something exactly. going on with your life that can we have a conversation that is not about sex? That'll make me want to fuck you. But yeah, exactly. you know, so I I get it. So there are changes. I there like. It's surprising to me, even when I look at my life of like sexual sexually, it's just like, who are you? Cause mm-hmm. you used to knock them down like three in a day. Like, who are you? No, for real. <laughs> and not just not just not just the conversation. Like, from I'm finding out that in my relationship, like when I like when I feel we get into an argument or whatever, even if we don't get into an argument, but having a conversation and like that, I feel secure. Or I feel seen, or I feel heard, or that, or if I like, okay, I that that, that trust is there, baby. Floodgates open. Take me <laughs> now. <laughs> so, so that leads me to my next question. What, what, what have you learned about yourself sexually? I've learned that. I, I've, I've learned that in this space that I'm in now, like, I. So, like that sense of security and safety and like feeling seen turns me on more than like hearing me turns mm-hmm. me on more than anything and then also introduce yourself to my body don't just k- kiss me on my neck a little bit and then stick your dick in that's not going to fucking work you know, you know what, what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> Intr- introduce yourself to make love to me like 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 i'm I, I, I'm more so like, yeah, every now and again, I like to be banged out like I'm a slut that you met at the club. <laughs> but <laughs> but you just picked up, bought me a drink, and I'm going to bust it over for you in the car. Every now and again, because it, it's nostalgia, because that's what I used to do. <laughs> but every now and again, but like for me, like I'm learning more that like I, I, I it, it's the intimacy that I, that I, that turns me on most. Yeah. I can relate. Not to mm. not to the sticking anything, but it's okay. more so the <laughs> you know we got to clarify sure. things in the age of sound bites and things. Um, <laughs> you be blessed, um, but but more so, I've learned that I need I need some sense of reciprocity. Yeah, that you know I hate a pillow princess. I cannot stand that I'm the only one doing the work. Like that gives that gives off like rape culture to me, and I will yeah. like go limp and go home. Yeah, because like, why are you not present? Why are you not active? Do you not want to do this? If you don't want to do this, we're not going to do this. Um, I've also learned about 
me sexually that um, stress is now a factor. Mm. That if I'm under stress, I'm not going to perform well. There used to be a day where stress would would heighten my libido. Mm. And it was like, oh, I feel like my life is falling apart. Baby, that's when I was the most active. Now it's like, Mm -hmm. mm -mm, let's reschedule because I don't want this reputation of ED. You know, I've already had mm-hmm. one. I don't want. Th- I don't want that to be my reputation. You know, and my life has been pretty stressful for the last <laughs> year. So yeah, let's not. <laughs> um, but it's what I've learned about myself is that my needs matter too. Because I used to be of the concept or the persuasion that I just had to provide you good dick, mm-hmm. and that was good enough for me. Now that's no longer the case. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-mm, you gotta you. I need you in this area to match my energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think for me, um, I mean, I'm a cancer, so like we're known for great sex. Like I've always had great sex. <laughs> um, child, every sign say that about themselves. Child, not every, not too much. Um, <laughs> it's my the sign anyway. I can vouch for is Capricorn and Scorpio, baby. Baby, we all know that have you in jail. We all know that Taurus is on the freakiest, but <laughs> all right, all right. Um, <laughs> but I've 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 noticed that the older that I've gotten, because I look at sex differently in a more, like you said, like in a more intimate way. Um it translates into how I perform. And I'm like, hmm, that was different. Because there's a different emotion behind it now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's almost like, so there's that side of the coin. And then the other side is because I'm embracing myself more and more every day as a person, that is also translating into sex. Um, because the more loose and free you are as a person, those stress factors, because I, I can attest to that, 10,000%. Like, if I'm stressed, if I'm tired, um, I don't, yeah, I don't perform well. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> which is why I take vitamins. Stay away from macaroot, everybody. <laughs> do not recommend. Um, I'm actually but, about to order me some some, some macaroot because oh, what I've noticed recently. Just Josh 17 what I've noticed, reincarnated. <laughs> if he, he might be back. What I've noticed about myself recently is I can I can perform even if I'm not like all the way into it, but you're going to notice a difference. Like, mm-hmm. oh, how do I say this without getting in trouble? So I see my Johnson every day, right? I notice a difference in size now, and it's like oh, wow. when I'm not at maximum pot- potential. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna get the job done, but it's not all that I have to offer. I'm up. I love how politically correct you with your wording. <laughs> I mean, it, isn't that powerful? Because just y'all seventeen with a lady over spread it wide. You know what I mean? I see my dick every day when I'm not fully hard. <laughs> I mean, oh, praise God that even if I'm not fully it. erect. You know, if even if I'm not fully erect, it's still enough to get you know to 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 reach those places, go higher heights and deeper depths. 
but I do notice a difference. Like, and it's just like, you know. I'm crying. Ooh, I wasn't really, really into it. So, mm-hmm. and then I notice a, a massive difference when I am into it. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I so that's, that's been, yeah, that's been interesting too. And it's just like, oh, okay. So this is about me too. It's about how mm-hmm. present I am. It's about how in tune I am and how much I actually want to be here. So I think mm-hmm. I'm 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 phasing out of that era of, you know, pity sex. Mm-hmm. Or I had no I had no other options, so come on. Mm-hmm. I think I think mm-hmm. and, and realistically, because I'm not a settled type of person. It makes sense to me now, because mm-hmm. I think I was trying to hold on to the nostalgia of Josh being the performer. You know, you own it. Oh, okay. Now mm-hmm. it's like, well, I have to want you back now, and if mm-hmm. I don't want you back, mm-hmm. yep, who knows? Skip. <laughs> I'm out. Who <laughs> 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 no out? <clears throat> So, so the other thing, the other thing that I, so I, I didn't know how kinky I was. I did not know how kinky I was. Um, Mm. Because as a man, here's the, here's the truth. A lot of, when I talk to women and (laughs) I'm going to get in trouble. When I have these experiences with women, and they're like, you know, I haven't, I've never come like from penetration. It's always shocking for me because it's yes. like, well, what niggas are you fucking? Because I stopped chasing nuts in middle school. So it's like, it's about pleasure now. So you're going to come just Hello? as hard as me, uh-huh. if not more. So it's always disheartening to hear that conversation come from women. And they're like, yeah, men just, you know, they, they just pump, 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 pump. And then, you know, ooh, it's done. And I think that's just so disheartening because sex is beautiful. Sex really is beautiful. And it is about the exchange of pleasure. It's not just about me getting what I need. It's about it is about me getting what I need, but it's also about me offering what I have so that you get what you need as well. So um, I've been fortunate not to be held in the prison of being concerned of judgment from other men. You know, so I've actually explored like what I like and what I don't like and, you know, all this stuff, because most men don't have that liberty. Mm. And. It's, it's a disservice because you can't... And, and that this was brought up earlier in the conversation about the idea of being called gay. And it's just like, okay, we're not in middle school anymore. If you're not, concern, if you're not trying to get my dick, why does it matter to you? You know? And it's just like, there are... Not even just sexuality, but sex is a spectrum within itself. And just because you like to knock boots in missionary in your bedroom doesn't mean that because I like back shots and, you know, hanging from chandeliers 
that I'm I'm something that should be ostracized or someone who should be ostracized, I should say. Um, so I found out how kinky I was and I was like, this Mm. is new. Mm -hmm. And it took me, it took me some time to be okay with that. Listen, be your best kinky self. (laughs) Yeah. I find a lot of women though. Um, that's a surprise to me too, Josh. Like, cause I, I I love talking about sex with anybody just because Mm -hmm because it is what it is and everybody's so different. I like to know about experiences. And so I, a lot of, you know, of my friends that I've talked to, I've asked them like, have you orgasmed before? And they're like, no, I'm like, like during sex or just in general or like ever. And she was like, you know, or they said like, yeah, when it's about, when it's, when it's with me, I'm good. But when it's with somebody else, no. So I was like, have you ever thought that maybe it wasn't the performance of him, but the mindset of you? Mm. Because if you're not feeling them, if you're scared and anything like that, because for women, I feel like their orgasms are more about penetrating versus we got a hand and we, you know, we don't have to penetrate that. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's definitely more of a mental thing for them. Um, yeah, sex is great though. It's great. I I see that as a challenge when when I'm told that like, yeah, I've never had orgasm. I was like, oh. But there because there is I think there are like eight different ways women experience orgasms or that mm-hmm. you can experience an orgasm. So and penetration is only one of them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I know my my experience with women, it's always their orgasms are directly connected to connectivity. And it's like, you know, you were present. You cared about me. And whoo, you know, so. Sounds like a bottom. No, seriously, I'm, 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 I'm being, <laughs> I'm being so serious. Cause y'all talking about fucking females. I love to chat because I haven't done this all so long. But like, <laughs> <the> way... <laughs> I love to chat because I'm not done that in since I was you should, 17 you should years join old. us. You should join us. Mm, no. Um. So, but <laughs> but how you how you're explaining like how a woman orgasm is kind of like how a bottom like kind of feels like when they're being finished like it's it's all about connectivity because even even when i was out there being a hoe i had better sex with somebody that i was like really feeling and kind of opening myself up to mm-hmm. in more ways than one than just somebody i was just fucking just to fuck <laughs> that's fair it's mm-hmm. very fair it's mm-hmm. very fair um so well, i had everybody take a kink test child that test now taking this <laughs> test i felt like a whore i was uh, like my lord but I'm my results were very accurate so so let's get into let's get into the results who wants to go first <laughs> i just want to say before we talk about the results that some of them oh. questions on that test made me feel very uncomfortable 
Um, it was oh, asking yeah, if I like to be a sex. If I like to be a, oh, I, if I want to be like held in the cage for hours, only brought out for sex. Do I like role playing and being the kid or some shit? That made me yeah. feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> and people who are answering yes or agree to that question, you need psych psychological help <laughs> and a prison cell. <laughs> right now, okay, starting now. Starting now, starting now. No, but my results, um, it's my high. So, I'm just gonna say my highest two. Yeah. My highest two were voyeur and exhibitionist. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So so my highest two was switch and voyeur. Oh really? <laughs> Mine were dominant and voyeur. So we all just voyeurs out here. <laughs> <laughs> So what's switch? So switch. So hold on, because I still have these. I still have the thing up. So a switch is um, always taking you. You're switching between dominant and submissive. Mm, so okay. that made that made sense for me because you know I like I like for energy to be matched because mm -hmm. I'm dominant as AF in the bedroom mm -hmm. and it's just like mm -hmm. I, but I also enjoy that same kind of matching of energy mm -hmm. you know choke me as I choke you that that type uh, of thing <laughs> ooh, the, ooh. yeah <laughs> just like, oh. heavy. you on my rope you on my rope it just, Jesus. Just did something to you. <laughs> so it's it's so it goes on to say that some people some people prefer to switch um, with the same partner or with other partners because mm -hmm. other partners have like a, that dominant trait. And, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's really about because for a long time, sex was about power for me. Mm -hmm. So that's why it makes sense, because it's like the best sex for me is that exchange or that matching of dominant energy mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's like yeah no you i i don't i don't like i don't like when i'm the the one that's one thousand percent in control mm -hmm. like i want her to, to flip me over flip me over and be like no nah, i'm getting on top let me show you something mm -hmm. like, <laughs> is that how you be too just sitting there like Whoa. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm last night. We I'm actually interested at your results, Jeremy, because dominant just because of the way that you are your personality wise is like you're very mm -hmm. laid back and soft spoken and everything like that. It's interesting to know that one of your top was dominant. Yeah, like 94%. No, wow. 98%, 98% dominant, 94% voyeur. Wow. So did y'all have a 100% at all? Or was it just me? No. No, it wasn't. No, I wasn't 100%. My, my, um, it was 95% voyeur, um, 84% exhibitionist, and 77% switch, and then 65% submissive. <laughs> what did you get 100 okay. for? Well, yeah, my, my 100, 100 for? is switch. Oh, wow. Um, so my 90, my 95 is voyeur. So, okay, I'm going to be very honest. My 93, my number three, is degradation. De so you like to talk shit to people. Oh, yeah. 
you stupid fucking slut. Take this dick, you whore. Wow. That's a shocker. That's why it's Well, that's some weak dick. That's some weak dick. Hey, uh, yo, uh, yo, I'm cracking. Yeah, I'm crying. Love it. Love it. Wow, Josh. My 89% was exhibitionist because I just love nudity. I love being naked. If I could record this podcast naked, I would, but I don't want to be... I don't want to oh, do yeah, that. Yeah, no, Mm-mm. no, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, my zeros, though, my absolute zeros were pet, boy, girl, and age play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No interest at all in any of those. Yeah. I don't play. need zero. a parent. I got zero for um, primal too, or prey. I got zero for that. I like a little. I got four, I got four percent for primal. <laughs> Um, I got, oh, wow. Um, I got, uh, oh no, 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 no. I take that back. My, my primal. So the primal hunter is 4%. The primal prey was 23%. Um, but my absolute zeros is (laughs) non-monogamous boy, girl, and age player. Yeah. Y'all should have known that non-monogamous is going to be, yeah. Baby, I got 77% on that. No, baby, it's just me. Just me. None. It's me and you now. <laughs> oh, non-monogamous is eighty-one percent for me. Y'all some fucking whores. Y'all just want to just fuck everything and everybody. Y'all don't like the constructs of monogamy, and that's great for y'all. To God be glorified. But it. as for me, that's why I, I just I could not. I can't. I can't. In this state that I'm in right now, in my life, and my mindset, and honestly, for real, for real, even if I was in a relationship. I I don't I I just can't see myself being out there like I used to. I really I, can't. But I think I think for me, couple play has been fun for me because I'm not responsible for what happens afterward. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Makes sense. It's I literally get to show up, bring tidings of good joy. I'm and go the fuck up. home. I'm cracking. My goal is to fuck better in that case. I'm cracking up. Yeah. I was gonna say I'll share I'll share it off mine. But, um, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out like how I would be in that like like I'm I'm just like trying to imagine myself like if I was single and a couple asked me to come through, how how would I think honestly I really feel like I would be like Jeremy like who could who who can I suck and fuck up the best? <laughs> <laughs> and. I want y'all come, I want y'all to separately come back to me and say that was the best. <laughs> like yeah. on your own and a private message, each one of y'all coming. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I need that again. Yeah, I know you do. We're not gonna get it. <laughs> I know you do. Um, yeah, my reds, my no goes are with the slave. Like I I know that whole yeah, slavery yeah, concept. That whole slavery concept. Daddy, mommy, no pet, me. daddy. Status. I don't need a. I don't need a parent. I don't need a pet. I have one. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going. You're not going to tie me up. What's a rope bunny? Rope bunny is that you. You like to be tied up and restrained. Using oh, that was forty one percent for me. <laughs> like handcuffs and all that stuff. Now that now that I'm I'm cool with. I like that. Mm-mm, I can't. You don't like being handcuffed? What? No. I would lose I, my yeah. mind. Tie me up and have your way with me. 
<laughs> yeah it's given very much so that i, I like that and I, I like so do you like sex well you wouldn't be tied up in a sex swing so i guess i wouldn't matter to you yeah <laughs> have you how y'all have you ever tried a sex swing before it's on my list it's on my they list are, once that you're rhythm free. get the you're rhythm in bitch. yeah I'm, I'm a free but honestly like Seeing the results on my test, I'm not as freaky as I thought I was. Really, I'm really, I'm really not as freaky as I thought. Like, like exhibitionist. I, I guess that's like why it's so high because I and me and my boyfriend have this conversation. If we could put on mask and open up our OnlyFans, we would do it. Absolutely, I, I can actually. <laughs> as I, I, if 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 people were to pay to watch me have sex or my nigga. Absolutely, I like. I, okay, but that, but that's more. So that's more so along the lines of voyeur, because oh, okay. oh exhibitionist is like doing it like exhibitionist. But exhibitionist is more so just the appreciation the... for showing nudity or being oh, okay. naked. I got you. Um, but voyeurism and exist exhibition um, are like hand in hand. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Is that like me, like um, having sex out when, like, out in public, like in a park, or like? So voyeur is you. You enjoy watching others people have sex, or you enjoy being watched. You know, mm-hmm. in whatever sexual capacity. Mm-hmm. Sign me up. Sign have me y'all been to a bathhouse before? I want to go no. to one. No, I want to go to one. I think I'm a more conservative voyeur. Like I need to be in, in your home or in my home. The whole no, I would like, thing. That's intriguing to me. Like just to go, like like not to join. I just want to go around and watch people. Like mm, okay, hmm. <laughs> 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 hey, right? Are you really in that? You oh, you fucking that up? Yeah, you you win that pussy. Story yeah, time. I would just enjoy. Ooh, yay! Story time. Okay. Um, so I've been to several. Um, not several. Yeah. So. <laughs> the first time I went, it was with somebody that I messed with like consistently. When I wanted to get the mic tapped, that's who I called. <laughs> um, so said person, I he don't listen. It don't matter. So he was like, um, "Let's let's go to this place. I want I want I want you to try this place out with me." And I was like, "Okay." So we walk in. I'm like, "Oh, I see what we're doing." So we go in. We walking around and like. This particular one, it's like three levels. And so there's like, you know, the dungeon. So you're going to have your sex slings, glory holes, um, like like rooms, but they can have holes in them. So you can like see not only like glory holes, but like full on sex, all kinds mm. of stuff. So every, you know, a section where like you can watch the porn they're showing, whatever it is. Um, so we're like walking around. And Josh's, Josh's face. I'm just so weak at Josh's face. <laughs> He's like, but no, but no. Um, so yeah, we walking around and like people will, you know, graze you or whatever. And you just, you know, you're not interested. You just a little shrug. Um, mm-hmm. So we found a spot and I got my dick sucked when other people was watching. And for several times, um, I would go with him, and then I started going by myself. That and is so interesting. Yeah. 
I would love to go to one. I would love, like, I don't, yeah. it, but I don't, I don't want to go to be like a part because <laughs> no, I'm safe. Or even a, or even not, a gay sauna too. Like, mm-mm. yeah, I, 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 I would, I would just, I would just love to go and just sit there and watch and just be like, hmm, hmm. There, there are people who do it, 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 I, because I, that, that's just so it, it's interesting to me and it's, it's. It, it is arousing to me just to like, oh, okay. <laughs> but then I'll, it will get to a point where I'm like, all right, so I want people to watch me now. It's my turn. Put me on center stage. <laughs> Spotlight Let me show you on me. Bitch go down slide. <laughs> Let me show you how that bitch go down slide. <laughs> for, me, for me, though, I think, I think, because I've gotten hidden up a few times um, by the boyfriends to slut out their girlfriends while mm. they watch. And it's just like, for me, the the asshole and the Capricorn in me is like, yeah, let me show you how to fuck her because you're not doing your job. Same. And that's, that's just, that's just like, mm. that's, that's what gives you the ump that you need. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because I'm a trainer at heart. Oh my god! Come on, I'm I'm a, I'm a teacher at heart, and it's just like, hey yo, sure, sure. <laughs> and so since we're since we're sharing stories, there was this couple that I that I did join, Lord have mercy, and I think the guy got offended because, you know, we were actually, you know, having sex with her together. And she was raving about me mm-hmm. and not him. Mm. So sad as hell, mad as hell. <laughs> and it was just like So that I think that's the part that gets awkward. Like if you're not if your relationship is not secure like that, then I would not mm, suggest do bringing it. yeah, yeah mm-hmm. bringing other parties in. Because I think that kind of that kind of made him feel some kind of way. Yep, cause they they got home. He gonna cry in the car. And you know, I've not heard from them since. So I know they feel I some bet. kind of way. <laughs> I bet. I bet. I've had some weird fantasies though. Mm. Like I've I've wanted I had so when I had my fruit sweater, um I had a nigga hit me up who was in a fraternity and was like, I want me and my line brothers want to run a train on you. He was like, how would you feel about having me and my line brothers fuck you and bust all over your body? Da, 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 da. And at the time I was with it, but you know, wow. we, we just wasn't the same. but we wasn't in wow. the same state. I've also wanted to know what it felt like to be double penetrated. Okay. <laughs> what <laughs> we talking about kinky shit this, we talking about kinky shit let me have you let, ever let me, not, let me not yuck your yum please don't yuck my but have you ever not thought about it it's just but just for like for me for me it's not the thought of like two dicks going inside me at the same time it's the fact of how y'all feel about y'all rubbing y'all dicks together inside me <laughs> Okay, it's been great to have this conversation. We should end it now. <laughs> what? Okay, my bad. I thought we was going there during this episode. No, I no. It, 
So question. What's the next question, John? <laughs> What's the next question? Let's move on to the surface. Is it is it important that your partner or your spouse, whoever you're with, share the same kinks as you? Yes, I feel like that will. I mean, tap a six. I mean, not like every single fucking kink, but I feel like you know you guys should share something in common. As your, your primaries, your primaries. You know, your primaries should be the same if you want to have a successful sex life with your partner, especially if it's who you're married to. Yeah. You know, I feel like the primary should be the same. I'm I'm kind of on the fence. I think yeah. I think that would limit. I, I see it in two ways. I see it one way as limiting. And then I see the other way as, um, I don't want to say too much freedom, but I would say, I would say liberating um, or being understood. I should, I should put it that way, that you understand what this is. Um, I see it as limiting because if I need my partner or my spouse to match my kinks, then I'm pretty much saying if you're not a voyeur, if you're not an exhibition, is it that? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> if you're not that, <laughs> yes, then we won't work, and I don't think that's fair. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, that's not. I'm not. I wasn't saying that to say like you know we like our kinks have to be exactly the same, but like I feel like if it's a if, for instance, I like being I, I like be I like being choked. My nigga don't it scares him, so <laughs> I would not in turn choke my nigga. But you know he know he knows that's something I like, so he would do it. But like something that we both like to do is you know we like to you know sometimes do a little. Sometimes you know <laughs> you in this spit. <laughs> that's that's a shared kink. <laughs> that's a I'm shared. I'm not gonna yuck kink. your yum. I'm not gonna yuck don't yuck my yum. yum. Don't yuck my yum. <laughs> I I feel like we don't have to share the same kinks, but I think what makes someone a great partner is that they know it pleases you, mm-hmm. and that stimulates them. And so mm-hmm. even though it may not be something they like doing, they'll do it. And it's not like a, it doesn't feel like a sacrifice, but it, there's a different mindset to it. It's like, I'm pleasing, you know, mm-hmm. my husband, my wife, my girlfriend, my boyfriend, mm-hmm. whoever. Um, so as long as there's an understanding, you understand what, the, well, you don't even have to understand it, but as long as you're open to sharing this experience with me. Um mm-hmm because of what it does for me, knowing that I'm going to reciprocate those same things to you. Um, mm-hmm. For instance, I love, I love me some big old take old bitties, you know? And mm-hmm. there are some women who have big ass titties. Who, bites. They don't, what? Well, <laughs> ant bites. Um, they don't, <laughs> they don't like them to be sucked. They don't like them to be whatever. And that's mm-hmm. like, but that's something that I enjoy doing. So mm-hmm. hopefully it would, you know what I'm saying? So it, yeah, we don't necessarily have to share it, but it's kind of, it's iffy because it can be limiting, but then also. Hmm. I feel like shared kinks make like shared kinks make the experience better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like, like, like that's yeah. how like everything 
because I have no sensitivity in my nipples. I have a little chocolate chip nipples. Like I, they're like this big. Nipples do and nothing I have, for me. They do nothing for me. But, you know, they do things for my man. So, but it's not, that's not a shared kink that we have. But, you know, like you said, like I'll do like, you know, nipple play. It because turns you on enjoys knowing it. that he's turned on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, but I think, don't... I think at large that that's, that's the, that's the, the common denominator is that even if it's something that's not necessarily on my list, because I'm a, when it comes to sex, when it comes to sex, I'm a pleasure. I'm all, I'm all about pleasure. So, you know, like, and then I, I have workarounds, like playing with my nipples or licking my nipples. Don't, it actually makes me feel comfortable, but bite me right there. Mm-mm. We have a common ground, like you know, because I like, and that was that that was another thing with the test. It was it was very. There were a couple of questions that was like, uh, it depends on the scenario. Um, it just it just depends on the scenario because it's just like, I may be I may be into that depending on what the vibe is. Depending on what the vibe is. Depending yeah. on what the vibe is, but the 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 test was like so matter of fact, and it was just like no, it really was. <laughs> it really was. Like there were some things I was just like, hell no, and then the the other things was like, hmm, maybe <laughs> depending on the person. <laughs> I was never neutral though. It was either like this side or this side or like I no, was neutral. I was neutral. neutral. Yeah, there was a few that I was really? neutral on. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember what exactly questions, but then like when I would hit neutral, I was like, I'm actually surprised that I'm choosing neutral right now on this specific so, question. So my midpoint was vanilla. What what okay. So vanilla so one. vanilla is you know, vanilla people enjoy regular sex, standard sex, and relationship models. Um nothing. I, wrong that was with, high on my list too. Yeah. 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 So it was that made sense for me because it's like for as freaky as people think I am, I'm really more conservative and it's just like <laughs> yeah some yeah. stuff i'm just gonna be like nah buy somebody pineapples <laughs> pineapples pineapples get somebody else to do it find somebody else to do it so last question would you say sex is important to your relationship absolutely it's a hard yes for me it's a it's a fuck yes for me. And anybody who says no is dumb and they don't <laughs> I'm sorry. Well Jeremy was looking like he was getting ready to say no. <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy. Come on. <laughs> Come on up a little higher. <laughs> to a certain degree, yes. But it's not it's not the end all be all. Mm-mm. For me. If if the sex is not good, it's a, it's it's not gonna work out. For real, I, and I'm with it's, you. It's not. It's just work not out. gonna because I and oh now do you can, can, do you like if it's the per like if you with the person and the a person I can't talk for Jesus. Stumped. And I'm sober. The <laughs> and fuck? He's sober I'm tonight. Sober. So this is stumped. <laughs> So, if you're with the person and they and the sex isn't what it needs to be, but you really love if you really love that person, will you try to teach them how to fuck you the right way? Or would you just say, "No, it's a no for me." 
if it is, if it's, I'm not against teaching. I'm not. A, is it my preference to teach? No. No. Gotcha. Am I willing to teach? Yes. If it's worth it, and you're you're, you've proven yourself to be a student, and you you want to get better. Yes. But it's not my preference. I would rather you come ready. Absolutely. Bring bring something to this table, and I don't even talk like that. But bring something mm-hmm. to this table. Um. That will make me sit back like, bitch, who are you? You know, make me know your presence. It's got to be somebody that I may have may have had sex with more than once. Because sometimes I know for me personally, like when it when I do have sex with somebody new, I'm nervous all over again just because of that. Again, that energy. It's a different energy, you know, one that I've never experienced. Um, and so like if it if we have sex again then it's like if it's the same then I know okay you know you're still nervous or whatever I don't know it's it's weird like it's hard to judge it on the first time but I don't teaching yeah that's, that's not my preference either yeah. I just mm-mm. Mm-mm. yeah I I can't teach I can't. It's, 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 I'm not. I say I can't teach, but it's, it's like you said. It's not my preference because it's just too much. Come, I, I, it's just stressful. Like that's just, that's just stressful. That's just stressful. How come you don't know what to do already? Right. I got. Wait, it's not that hard. I mean, <laughs> it really isn't that hard. Lick a little, stick a little. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. And on that note, let's move into your dragon. Because LeBron <laughs> just started dragging it. I just started dragging it. Um, mind you, dragging it is more, this time, is more of a... It's not a read. It's more of an information tidbit. Um, so someone hit me up and was like, I see you're um, smiling a lot more, so you must be doing better. Um, I want us to be careful with that. Because we can really misjudge people um, because they're having a good moment or even if they're having a bad moment, you deem that what they are. And that's not always the truth. Um, Just because I'm smiling does not mean that there's an absence of pain. And just because I'm crying does not mean that there's absence of joy and happiness. So I think you I think the signs of that should be more than surface level. Because what we run the risk of is, oh, you're you're all right now, so I can just continue business as normal with you. Mm-hmm. And that's not always the case. That makes people I, I can say that make when my grandmother died, it made me feel like people were just ready for me to hurry up and be okay so that they can get the version of Josh, the the version of Josh that they liked back. And then that creates pressure. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, well, let me hurry up because I don't want to lose somebody else. So let me hurry up and be what they want me to be again. Mm -hmm. Or the the me that they are comfortable with. Let me hurry up and be them that person again, mm-hmm. um, to bring back that sense of normalcy. 
I think that's why I said to you on your post, I was like, I know what's behind the smile. Mm. And for you to have that moment, I appreciated it because it, it made me smile to see you in that moment. And like, you're right, you have to be careful because it's easy to assume, oh, you're good now. Like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But not understanding, maybe in that brief moment, the moment of sadness was replaced with a moment of happiness about that yeah. person in that moment. In that mm-hmm. moment. You know what I mean? Like, it comes in different, like, my minister of music, when she passed, like, I think I told you before, like, I literally was, like, hyperventilating when I saw the hearse, and I had never experienced that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes, like, when you go to a funeral, you don't know how it's going to affect you until that exact moment. And I, I just, I was crying the whole service. Um, but those moments of, at least, like, the, for the first several weeks, no, several months, actually, Facebook would remind me of something she posted on my page. Mm-hmm. And for that brief second, I would laugh about it. I would smile because she was encouraging me. Um, so it, that's that's what I appreciated about that moment was that, and you shared it with us because, like I said, everything behind that, people have no idea. Yeah. Well, guys, we have had another successful episode of The Way I See It podcast. Um, mm-hmm. Before we close out, I was so I picked back up the book uh, "Set Boundaries, Find Peace," and the, this thing I'm going to share for this hit my spirit. Really, just made me put the book down and walk around my living room and like in a full praise break. Mm-hmm. There's this quote that says, "Clarity saves relationships." Mm-hmm. Whew. I just begin to reflect on how many relationships, whether they were platonic, familiar, or romantic, that were destroyed because of the lack of clarity. Mm. And it's just like, as I heal, clarity is like a top priority for me. It's like... Mm -hmm. Can we can we make this clear? I need to know what this is. I need to know what this means. I need to I need to be settled in whatever we're doing. Yeah. So I agree. Clarity saves relationships. Well, this hit my spirit. And it was something you said earlier, Josh, about when everybody says, um, what'd you say? Stop putting God in everything. So mm. I have a friend from college who I hope you're listening because you need to hear it. Um, she had been talking about moving to Dallas. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. And I was like, you know, if you need recommendations or whatever, or like what's your budget, things like that. Um, she's like, yeah, okay, cool. So then she hits me up. I'm here. I said, oh, I said, where are you staying? Oh, I'm in a hotel right now. I said, oh, like, is your place not ready or what's going on? No, I'm just in a hotel. Like, God told me to get up and just move. I said, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I was oh, okay. Wow. Um, so then I said, so are, where are you working? 
oh, I, I'm, 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 I'm still looking. I was like, okay, cool. So a couple weeks goes by. I hit her up again. Hey, what's going on? How are things going? Still looking for an apartment. Um, a man was nice enough to bless us for two more nights. What are you doing? Why would God send you to a place with no resources? Have you not read Hello. the Huh? Hello. How many stories are in the Bible about that? Like, that's that's like me saying I'm moving back to California next month with no apartment, no job, more importantly, but just all my shit and my dogs. Mm-mm. Oh, because God told me. Mm-mm. Child, where there is vision, there is provision. Don't be fucking <laughs> stupid. So be smart, y'all. That's all I got to say. Please. Don't move somewhere you ain't, you ain't ready for. Because faith God is not it. impulsive. Faith, faith is not dependent upon your impulse. And you can't make your impulse, your impulse the faith, the, the voice of faith. Um, faith has to always be about what God said. And, and the Holy Ghost isn't down. Yeah, he's very intelligent. He's a teacher. He's a revelator. Okay. <laughs> and the Holy Ghost isn't dumb. The Holy Ghost <laughs> is not dumb. <laughs> that needs to go on the shirt. The Holy Ghost he is does. not dumb. <laughs> he's not dumb. Um, uh, healing hurts. That hit my spirit. Ooh. Healing hmm. hurts. Healing is not this glorified, fantasized thing that we picture it to be. Um, and I realized that this week for myself because, especially depending on like how deep the scar is, mm. and the and the process that you have to go through to to uh, or heal that thing, right? How deep the cut is, I should say. How deep the cut is in the process you have to go through to really heal that thing. Like I realized. So I'm going through, I've been talking to Kim. She's been getting me together um, as far as like my relationship with my parents. And uh, my assignment this week was to write a letter to both of my parents and send it off to them. So um, in writing that letter, I realized that there has been a lot that I have been glazing over and just Mm -hmm. pretending that everything is okay. And I was watching Creed 2. And at the ending where Rocky shows up to his son's house and they hug, I just started weeping. <laughs> I, cried. I, cried I just started weeping. And it just it, it made me realize that, damn, like, you haven't really, you like, we have just been, especially, especially, especially like in the church, like we've been like taught to like pray over things. And especially like if you're a pastor's kid, like, especially and like, you just move, 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 move so much, move so quickly and don't have time to like really process, like truly, truly process things. Like I realize I have years of trauma that I've not processed. Mm. Years of just stuff that I've pressed down for so long, anger. Like I, I read the letter to Kim. She said, so you're more angry at your dad than your mom, I see. <laughs> Just years of things that I have not dealt with. And it hurts. And it's okay. Yeah. It hurts, but don't, it, it hurts, but don't be scared of it. That's what hit my yeah. spirit this week. That It's just a realization that healing hurts. It's a process, but it's okay. Don't, and don't run from it. Keep your feet to the fire. 
and because yeah. the end result is going to be amazing. But and if I can yeah. add something to that, healing not only hurts; it's not always accepted either. Because mm. I was having this conversation with my sister yesterday, it was just like we're actually doing the work to become better people and to heal. And mm-hmm. the people that we love the most are oftentimes our triggers. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why won't you let me heal? Why yeah. won't you let me heal? <laughs> I'm trying here and you keep setting me back. So that that's why it's such an ugly journey because, you know, people, People say they want you to heal until you start healing, because mm-hmm. as you heal, you you have to start holding people accountable, and you have to this word boundary. You have to start yeah. drawing those boundaries, and people who are used to you being a certain kind of way, who have you know automatically defined you as this kind of person. Once you start setting those boundaries, they like, they become like little kids. Like, no, I've always had my way with you. This you know, for this amount of time. So no, you can't set this boundary. And it's like, you really have to stick to your guns and say, no, this is my boundary. So healing hurts and it's ugly because it's not always accepted by those that you feel that it should be accepted by. I'm not going to go to therapy tonight, but... (laughs) (laughs) As always, like, share, subscribe. We are getting ready to close out this episode. Thank you guys so much for your patience with us. It's just been a crazy time, but we are here and we are always going to be sharing with you.